What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Let's just kick it off. You know, I just just got off work. We we're I was watching some of the March Madness games. Uh, you know, officially March, round of 64 games going on. Who is your pick to take it all this year? You know, I'm I'm a big basketball fan, but I'm a big NBA fan more so than college basketball. But I love March Madness, but I don't really know anything about the teams going in to the tournament. So I just look off stats. I look off, you know, the predictions. Um, so on my bracket, you know, I went with Illinois. I mean, I don't think they're going to win, but I had to go with Illinois. What about you? Um, you know, my heart's with Illinois, obviously. That's where my ties are going to be. I mean, it's not, it's not a crazy thing to say they can win a natty, but I have them losing to Arizona in the Sweet 16 and Arizona taking it all. Um, I think that'll be a great game. Arizona and Illinois have had some classic games from – back in the 2000s so i mean i'm just hoping for another instant classic they did they did snub us at home this year so i mean illinois could be looking for revenge all summer 16 you know Ooh, a little foreshadowing there uh but no i definitely you know i don't think illinois is gonna win but i hope they do obviously so i, I went mean, with they, it it's wide open they have all the pieces you know so you know i've seen a lot of brackets that have people saying kentucky's gonna win i mean their bracket just got ruined so that's tough I was, I was another one a lot. That was a trendy final four pick. They were really hot. Sorry, Mauricio and Sammy, you know? Yeah. Sorry for Iowa. That's unfortunate uh, as well. I had them going, you know, decently far, but let's, I'm going to quiz you here. I have three college basketball teams that I just, for no reason, love. Let's see if you can guess one of them. Okay. They're all Uh, in the tournament. Oh, any hints or anything or one of them's out already. One of the teams won multiple championships when we were, like, younger. Uh, UNC? Nope. Duke? No. All right. Uh, Kansas? (laughs) No. The three random teams I love. Oh, UConn. UConn. UConn? (laughs) Yeah. UCLA and Michigan. I love those three schools for whatever reason. I hate Michigan. Like, Michigan's right up there with Iowa for me. I – no, I don't know. I always just like Michigan. I like the colors. I just – you know – the Fab Five, that documentary hit me at the right age. I was like, I like Michigan Colors. Uh, they got some good drip. I was like, I'm Oh, yeah. I, for it. I love the Fab Five. Like, that's great documentaries, of course, and everything. I've read books about them, and I love that. Love that area of Michigan. Not so much this this new one where they're kind of Illinois' uh, biggest rivals. So. Yeah, they kind of are, but I really loved, like, Jordan Poole a couple of years ago, so I was like, I'm all in on Michigan. Yeah, Trey Burke back in the day. He was a yeah, dog, exactly. too. Yeah, so always got to. I put Michigan going decently far sometimes. Like, I don't remember how far I have them going. Like, not all the way, obviously, but. uh, They're frauds this year. That's all I got to say. They shouldn't have even made the tournament. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Jawan Howard as well. Dude's built different. We need Devin bringing that energy next year. Free Jawan. But, you know, we're talking basketball. We got to take it back to some real life basketball. You know, we just finished the season. So that means the park basketball season, season in air quotes, has officially began every Sunday. Second Avenue boys will probably be at McFerrin Park in Hoopson, Illinois. So if you're around there, you pop out, say what's up, come get this work. I mean, yeah, they they we've been pretty deep this week. You haven't been there, of course, back in Blono, but I mean, yesterday they were probably 20 deep. I had to work, so that kind of sucked. But I mean, Sunday's usually the deepest day, so brand new hoops and everything. So I mean, just come out, come get Show the work. Out. Yeah, it's been a little bit too deep for my liking. I like like a you know a twelve to fifteen range. Like if you set out one game, that's fine. But I'm not trying to set out like two or three games. I'm not trying to do all that. But I feel like most of the time I don't. have Competition to then is like it's up. Then so I mean, I take it with a grain of salt. Of course, of course, no one likes sitting games. But facts. But you know, when I'm out there, I'm not sitting because I'm winning. Okay. Okay. You know, last week we had two of the fam on Lauren and Sammy. Both had birthdays this week. So, you know, happy birthday belated to Sammy. We went out to eat for her birthday, went to this Korean barbecue restaurant. It was different. I've never been to a place like that. They were cooking it up in front of us. Oh, it was crazy. And they had this dessert. It was something called like taro ice cream, which apparently was like some root or something, but it was life-changing. The only restaurant I eat where they cook the food in front of me is Subway. Oh, <laughs> I know you picky. I know you probably wouldn't be down for it, but... It was fire, and I had some, like, spare ribs or something. They were bomb. Uh, but, yeah, so happy birthday to Sammy. Happy belated. And then 
on the day of recording this, it is Lauren's birthday in two days. So, you know, we're going to go out for Lauren's birthday. Have a good time. So what are you thinking for that day? Is it going to be a movie? It's my return to Red Lion. If you know, you know. That's all I got to say there. Actually, we're not. We're definitely not going to Red Lion. So, oh, okay. and, and if you're listening, don't go to Red Lion. They're canceled. Oh, uh, my, my my fault. My fault. So, what are we? What are we hitting? Cams or Joe's for the viewers? You know, we're probably hitting Cams. You know, it's this episode is going to be out by the time we're there. So, right. yeah, no, us, I get us. that. So, but did return- you hear about? Did you hear about Red Lion getting canceled? I, I did, man. It, we'll just say my return to Green Street. I'm with it. All right. Well. I think that was enough, you know, non-music talk. So I think it's time to get into the music. All right. So we had posted a poll. It's been a couple of weeks now uh, for Death Race for Love's three-year anniversary. We asked, which song is your favorite song of Death Race for Love? We had Anthony coming in with 10 Feet, Kobe coming in with Ryder, Riley coming in with Empty, Faith and myself coming in with Who Shot Cupid, Brian coming in with Make Believe, and Mario, shout out Ermac, 2K on IG, hit him for the beats. He came up with a Out My Way. And then Sita, you know, she she hit me with desire there. <laughs> Personal reason. Yeah, we'll just, we'll leave it at that. Uh, what's your favorite track Ooh. Death Race for Love? Ooh, okay, leave it a little bit up in the air there. Uh, personally, I'm going with Demons. It's really Brent Fias, but I love that song. So it's kind of a cheating answer. But if I had to pick another song, maybe like 10 Feet. I do love 10 Feet. Got that... Uh, Daniel Caesar sample on that. I love the original Daniel Caesar Caesar song as well. So can't go wrong with that. Definitely. That's songs, you know, it's climbed up in my discography. It's pretty good album, of course. You know, I'm I'd say it's and personally, in my opinion, I'd say it's better than death or uh, than goodbye and good riddance at this point for me. I'm taking goodbye feel- and good riddance, but it was crazy. And it says a lot about the album that like there were so many different choices for favorite song definitely yeah i feel like uh, it's a deep album it's all pretty good album for me speaking of albums for our topic this week we're gonna go with our favorite song from each drake album yep we're gonna go all the way from so far gone all the way up to certified lover boy and we're gonna include care package we're not gonna include what a time to be alive but yeah all the other solo drake projects so let's get into it you want to start us off here with your choice from so far gone of course. So this is one of the ones I was more confident, you know, we we're talking today a little bit, like, are we going to have some of the same ones? And I mean, this is going to be a complete surprise. You don't know each other's lists. So this is one I'm confident that we don't have the same one though. For so far gone, I had the calm, just a classic Drake track there. Um, I mean, not, not much needs to be said about it. Of course. What would your, what's your pick there? My pick of so far gone is successful obviously love the classic drake and lil wayne combos i think you know we're gonna see that with these selections here but successful just is a hit for me i remember i had like an android phone back in the day and i had some app where you could like download ringtones and stuff and successful was one of my ringtones i used to have back in the day so i had to stick with that's a great pick you know that was in consideration for me also houston Atlanta, vegas as well so that, that was probably my top three off that one that i was looking definitely i think you know there's some albums here that have a lot of choices. This is one that has a couple of choices, I think. And then, you know, we'll get into some of the ones that have uh, 10 choices you could pick and I wouldn't yeah. argue it soon. All right. Moving on to thank me later for my choice. I had over, I mean, it's probably one of Drake's first songs that popped off other than, um, off think I'm, I'm blanking here off so far gone. Best I ever had. Yeah. Best I ever had uh, yes, sir. blanking on that, but, uh, over you know just such a huge track i just loved it from like the moment i heard it i was a little kid just banging that back in it was one of those ones i was like on mtv playing on the screen um just a great track still stuck in my rotation of course what, what was your pick off that album oh thank me later i went with miss me another drake and lil wayne combo i feel like uh that's just how it goes like those years can't miss and this is one of my all-time favorite songs from drake probably Love it. I specifically remember one time uh, you, me, Austin, and my mom were going to eat like with the big family at the <laughs> Chinese restaurant in Danville. And I was like playing music off my iPod in the car. And I played this clean version, of course, you know, I was like 12 or whatever. Um, yeah, I just remember rapping along to this and it was just fire. See, I don't I don't have remembrance of that, but 
I vividly See, remember. I don't know why. We, I remember it was at like 119 there, like the cross on the way there <laughs> to Danville. And I was just rapping the song. I remember it. Uh, but back to your choice, Over. My like random memory with Over is I was watching, uh, shoot, what's the show? It's uh, America's Next Top Dance Crew or whatever. Do you remember that show from like the 2010s? I do probably? not know. Oh my God. It was like just different like dance groups, like doing different like challenges or, you know, topics to sue who the next top dance crew in America was going to be. And I don't think the Jabberwockies were on the show, but they might have been, but they came on an episode. I think, I don't think they were like a group that was like trying to win the show, but I think they like came back as like a celebrity dance team or whatever and they did a dance to over maybe it wasn't the jabwalkies maybe it was a different dance group somebody on that show was dancing to over and it was like the part where like i'm riding through the city with my high beams on and like they did like a little move and i was like that was hard like i vividly remember that to this have you day. seen have you heard like the 300 violin orchestra version of this no you gotta put oh, me on it is hard this is it's like a it's like a little classical um you know violin and it is it is hard that's all i gotta say for that I'll moving, check it out. Definitely. You guys all check that out as well. But moving on to take care. I think I feel like this is definitely one of the ones, you know, we're going to start, you know, with the next few ones where you can have, all, you know, the choices are endless with these. For this one, I had look what you've done. I mean, just I put that in the our first video for my song that reminded me of Drake, just all time banger, probably my favorite Drake track ever. Just how much needs to be said about that. What is yours off? I knew you were going to pick that obviously because of the first episode I was like, okay, he has to go with this one. That one was in contention for me, but ultimately I went with over my dead body. Such a strong intro to the album. One of my favorite albums of all time. I mean, some of these lines just go crazy. I think I killed everybody in the game last year, man. Fuck it. I was on though. And I thought I found the girl in my dreams, of the strip club. Mm-mm, fuck it. I was wrong though. That was mm. funny like, that's enough. A- that's, yeah. That's, that's my number two choice off the album as well. Like that's um, just a classic Drake line to intro the album gets the vibe set immediately <laughs> nothing else needs to be said on that. i gotta i gotta shout out hyfr though that song was like my shit back in the day you know f- i was in fourth grade just banging that every day I was like, oh yeah <laughs> it probably no. you know, not yeah, appropriate that, of course but no that's that's HYFR like far is crazy that is one that was one of my favorite drake tracks back in the day of course sam i feel like i still throw it on at, like parties every now and then it's like that people song, yeah, people it's don't always love a banger same, for me. No, I feel like people don't love it the same way I do, though. Like, I feel like I'm just sitting there, like, met a female dragon, had a fight conversation, and people were like, just straight face, like, drinking their drinks. I'm just like, this is like one of the best songs ever. <laughs> like, Definitely. get down with this. But this was one of the hardest albums to choose. Like, there's so many great tracks on here. Obviously, you know, you got Marvin's Room, you got The Real Her, HYFR, like you said. I wanted to go the with motto. The Ride. Cameras. Slash cameras go cool. interlude was like my second choice though i wanted to pick it so bad but ultimately i had to go with over my dead body buried alive interlude as well that was another good one off that there, there's endless amount of options i i would respect almost any pick off take care yeah buried alive interlude that's like cheating that's like my brent fires <laughs> demons answer earlier yeah definitely it is cheating but and one of my answers later is to that same note so we'll get to that later though let's move on to the next album what was your choice for nothing was the same so this is another one like i feel like we're gonna hit a little patch here where we could have all these different choices my choice was for this thing though you know initially when i listened to this project um obviously liked the song i liked a number of different songs my favorite song off first listen is probably all me back with uh two chains you know but Mm -hmm. uh, i can't remember i think it was probably like my freshman or sophomore year of high school i just started this song was just like on repeat for all of high school and it's just it's just such a such a great song i feel like all these i'm gonna say that about all these songs out there they're all great songs of course what was your choice off that yeah i mean nothing was the same i remember it came out the night before i went on like a school like trip to go to some like leadership convention thing with like the principal of the school and Mm -hmm. like some other kids in my uh, grade and stuff and i remember just listening to it like the entire trip there and the entire trip back and i was like this album's crazy like i love it that was like peak drake love for me um ultimately i ended up going with too much though just such a great song i respect your choice um there were some other good choices i thought like all me was 
I'm with you. That when it dropped, all me was like one of my favorite songs Crazy. for years. Like, like I yeah. loved that song. Um, but I don't we, go back to it. So it's like I had to choose something that I'm like as st- like stuck with me for all these years, and that was too much. We had a conversation. Probably it's probably been a, maybe a couple of months or a month or so about all me about the extended version. That extended version still goes crazy. Only the real uh, ones know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was like watching uh, Nardwar with Aziz Ansari, mm-hmm. and Aziz was talking about like he opened up for Drake at some like small show one time, and Drake was like super late, but not like you know rappers are just late sometimes. Mm-hmm. There was like a snowstorm. So he was like really late. And so the people were like had been waiting for hours. Like they didn't send Aziz out. And then there was like a break. Like they just made them wait forever. And then Aziz came out, like when Drake was like getting ready. And so these people have been waiting and then they're ready for Drake. And then Aziz Ansari comes out and they're like, oh my God, like these people are not here for that. And then all of a sudden, Cuba Gooding Jr., the actor, he's just like in the crowd and he just goes up on stage he's like respect Aziz Ansari listen to this man he's one of the funniest people alive you know whatever it's a video on YouTube if you want to go watch it but it's pretty crazy and Aziz is like like, what is he doing (laughs) like it was just so random but then that obviously that was what was made me think about the can't get no more free Randy intro on all me into that extended version different only the real ones remember definitely moving on to if you're reading this is too late I mean just to touch on that time period of Drake for a little bit he had Rico and then he had that beak or he had Rico on Meek Mill's project. And then he had the beef with Meek Mill. He had what a time to be alive and this project all at the same time. Drake was killing it whenever I was in eighth grade. I remember that was just all my Instagram feed, all the Meek Mill memes. And then what a time to be alive was obviously, you know, just such a banger. And I wanted to, you know, personally, I, I don't think either of us, you know, respected, put it in on there. Cause you know, it's just, it's collab album. So we didn't, I don't think we'll ever do it for, do any collab albums, but still just such a great project. Anyways, getting into my pick, this is the one where I think we may have a similar answer here. I went with Star Six Seven. That is, this is probably my favorite like flow switch from Drake. He has some crazy flow switches out there, but I mean, just that back half of the song just goes crazy. What is your pick? I had to go with Star Sixty Seven as well. That song is crazy. I didn't know we were gonna pick on this album. Because this, to me, is one of the deepest and most consistent Drake projects there is. I could have seen you pick some different options. I mean, like No Telling hits. Jungle. Company hits. Jungle hits. So I, I could see a lot of picks here. But Star 67 is just the one for me. Just such a great project. And, you know, I was trying to go through the discographies a little bit this week, you know, since we had chose our subject. And this is like, we got a lot of rapper Drake out of this and... I, I really enjoyed the project. You know, I felt like nothing was the same. We didn't get too much rapping. Like, obviously, you know, rapping, of course, but he, he went hard on this, you know. This is kind of where, like, the ghostwriting rumors, you know, there's the amplifier, of course. Yeah, rumors. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> it was real. But, you know, it's just, it's crazy, you know. Just he's, some of the lines on here are just so out of pocket, you know. Like, he's in the six, kicking with the wrist, you know, like. On a... um, now, this is you know to me one of my favorite drake projects i don't want to give too much away because you know one day we probably will do that drake project slash album ranking um but this is just such a great project one song that was really just hitting for me i remember when this dropped was six man i just love six man like six man yes i mean that just hit you know like it came out during basketball season i'm like 99 sure and i was just like oh my god like i was just in the gym listening to six man i was like oh yeah this is fire that it, yeah, that's still a banger. Six got off that as well to you know keep it with the six there. Moving on, views. This was this one was like I remember it being so hyped up for so long, and I felt like at first you know it, it didn't hit the same way it does now. Like this album has grown on me so much. It's like right up there with my favorite Drake projects. Off this album, I chose Weston Road Flows. How what did you choose? Hmm. I will feel no ways. This is another one I feel that's pretty deep. You know, you have Redemption, Feel No Ways, of course. Uh, Hype, that was my favorite track at the time, the release. And then Still Here, like, this is a deep album. I feel like this one has definitely grown over time. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I feel like this is one where, you know, Drake 
I forget what project it was on, but he said something, you know, like years around years later, they're going to come around and call it a sleeper. And I feel like he was talking about views here. I forget what project he says that on what song, but I feel like, you know, views did kind of get some negative reactions at first, but it kind of grew on a lot of people. I liked it when it dropped. Cause that was like peak fanboy Drake for me. So I was like, anything he does, I love. Um, but you know, I think it's a solid project. I actually remember a funny story about one of the first, the day it came out was, uh, you know, it obviously dropped on a Friday. So I listened to it on Thursday night. And then Friday I was at school and one of my friends and I had like a library class here. Like I worked in the library in sixth hour. So like I would just sit in the library on my phone and like do nothing basically. But, uh, and he like was a tutor during that hour. So we just like chill basically and play games on our phone and do whatever. And this was like in a time when we were like about to go to college. And uh, there was like an app for us to meet other students going to ISU. And uh you could just post in the feed and, you know, people would like it, comment on it, add you, whatever. And he was like, oh, Drake album drop. Like, give me something to say about mm-hmm. views. And like one of the lines on one of the signs, Drake says, uh, six cold is Alaska, views already a classic. I said, just tweet that. Or I just posted on there. And he did. And like, people were like giving him like, view sucks. Or like, <laughs> oh my God, so far, you know, he just, it was a mix, but it was pretty funny. You it, Would you say that's your favorite line off the album? Or do you have a specific favorite line off the album? Oh, I, I know mine. Know yeah. You say so, yours. Give me yeah, a second. So obviously, that. obviously off Western road flows, you know, on some Vince Carter through the legs, arm in the hoop shit. That's just, it's just a fire bar there for me. That's solid. Uh, one of the ones, this might not be my favorite, but I actually love, and my wife uses spice. Like I'm David Beckham, like obviously a little nod to uh, the spice girls and Victoria Beckham kind of a fire line. Don't know if it's my favorite, but that's one that comes to mind. That I was like, I liked that when I first heard it. Definitely. Yeah. It, I just, views definitely has grown on me a ton. So we'll get into that in the album ranking. I can go a little more in depth on that. Moving on here. We have more life. What was your favorite track off that? You know, I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, Teenage Fever. I love Teenage Fever. Um, this is one where I was contemplating going with a song, you know, that Drake was not in George's interlude. That song goes crazy. Um, also was considering 4422, but ultimately had to go with Teenage Fever. What about you? I went with Do Not Disturb. This is just, that's one of my favorite Drake tracks ever. It's just a banger, of course. Uh, did I already tell the story how I like rediscovered that off TikTok pretty much? I think that was like last week almost. So Yeah, yeah, you definitely did say that story. But I mean, hey, go ahead and tell it again in case some people didn't hear. So, you know, I hadn't, this is obviously probably my favorite track off the album at first. Oh, actually, you know, just to go a little bit more to the album, gigs on that album killed it. KMT was one of my favorite favorites off uh, off Rip there, but um, so you know I just had heard a TikTok and I couldn't think of the song's name, and then you know I ended up looking up the lyrics, cheating a little bit, and found it, and it's just been that's probably been a few years now, and it's been in constant rotation since. For sure, that song's really good. I mean, that's definitely a great choice from the album as well, and you know I feel like this is a project that. You know, not to get too much in the, you know, the album review here, but I feel like it's a problem that a project that a lot of people had, you know, complaints with that it wasn't like a full project. You know, it technically is like a playlist. Like Drake said, it's a playlist. It's not an album. It's not a mixtape, you know, whatever. But there are some good songs on it nonetheless. So, yeah, I, I think this is, you know, where we kind of see the decline of Drake a little bit. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad, bad artist or anything. Obviously, one of my favorites ever. But, you know, just going from a run of take care, nothing was the same. If you're reading this, it's too late in views to kind of what he's put out past that. You know, it's kind of hard to top that. So, I mean. Facts. That's like, you know, people only remember you for your last thing you did, basically. And Drake's the perfect example of that. People, Drake gets clowned all the time right now because, you know, some of these last projects, which we're about to get into, you know, may not be up to the standard that some of those old ones were, you know, which is obviously unfortunate. But he's always going to have hits. Every album's going to have a couple of hits at the minimum. You know what I mean? course all right now moving on we have scorpion what is your pick off this you know scorpion was the hardest album to decide what song i was going to choose it's such a long album and you might be thinking oh my god he loves it so much he has so many songs he loves no i don't think i let go back to like a single song on this project so it took me like a long time to decide what song i was going to choose there's not any song i like love on this project but I want Mob Ties. Mob Ties is a banger. That was one that was up there. I mean, that's still one I go back to. I feel like 
I don't know. That's too much flack for that. But uh, of course, you know, you have your own listening preferences and everything. My song off uh, Scorpion was Don't Matter to Me. This is the only song I chose that had a feature on it. So um, just obviously a banger. The MJ vocals go crazy. <clears throat> Another song off there that's like, so Mob Ties, like you said, and then Nice for What's also kind of stuck in my rotation. But those are, yeah, like you said, there's not too, too many off there. Still some decent songs out there, of course. Yeah, I just, you know, don't go back to Scorpion very much. Like, I feel like that's one of the things with streaming. The availability of streaming is just like, you can go to whatever song you want. Like, it's not like I only have the Scorpion CD. That's all I have to listen to, you know what I mean? Like, if I want to listen to Drake, I can go back and listen to any Drake song I want right now. So I just don't find myself, you know, seeking out Scorpion very often. Definitely. And, you know, like we were just talking about with such a deep discography, you know, it's it's understandable there definitely let's get into care package you know we were debating whether we should or should not include it but some of drake's best songs are on care package so i feel like it'd be wrong to not include it what was your choice off of care package this was one of the tougher choices for me you know there's just so many bangers on this album um i ended up going with dreams money can buy uh just obviously a banger uh so reminiscent of it was like my uh senior year of high school this had came out in the summer that leading into it obviously you know i've heard the songs uh before but it's just so much nicer having everything accessible on you know like apple music or spotify at the time for me so what was your pick off this you know i had to go with 5m in toronto i love any number in place song by drake and this is no exception this is probably the best one if we're being honest i remember i was in high school i don't know what year this came out originally um but it was one of my favorite Drake songs ever since it came out. And I was in a class where we did Photoshop. And one of the projects we had to do was like take a face of a person and then put words across it. You know, the example we got in class was Abraham Lincoln with like the Emancipation Proclamation across his face. And you know me, I wasn't going with like the Declaration of Independence was my choice. I had to make it music. I had to make it sports to do something. So I went with Drake, a picture of Drake uh, from some like magazine photo shoot or something. And then the lyrics to 5am in toronto obviously we're in school so i had to uh, get rid of all the explicit words in there which is obviously tough to do sometimes that leads me to another story in one of my school projects in a in junior year in ap english we had to like make a soundtrack to some uh book we were reading in class and uh for those who don't know me i'm not a big reader for school like i'm not gonna do all that like i'm gonna finesse and you know Sorry, mom, if you're listening. Anyway, uh, the book was The Pearl, though, if I remember correctly. And, you know, it's about like greed. And that was like a, a main theme. So we had to come up with different songs for different points throughout the book. And one song I chose was Power by Kanye West, because, you know, that's pretty fitting for the theme of the book. Um, and so I had to turn in the lyrics as well as just the title of the song, obviously. And she was like, you chose a rap song like so please you know cross out all the explicit words i'm like all right got you i met i missed a lot of them I'm, like there's a lot in that song that i just did not see i guess or i just glossed over um and so i lost points and i was like down horrendous but whatever it was all I, I, no regrets that's that's interesting you know you're not much of a reader i'm like i'm like huge into reading books and everything even for school you know 40 book club member so you know i got a little day in champagne for that but yeah i, I loved reading so i i if used you guys to love reading a lot like when i was like really young like i was knocking out harry potter books on the daily you know but man i don't know just those school books i was just not trying to read those for whatever reason the great gatsby that'll always be one of my favorite movies and books i we read that in uh junior year of english and we had some bangers in classes too so i mean i'm not sure if it was just the ap versus regular class vibes but yeah, no shade, but uh, I don't think AP was <laughs> the move for me. All right, moving on here. We have Dark Lane Demos. What is your uh, favorite track off that? You know, earlier you were talking about the decline of Drake, and, you know, th that's where it started back in uh, More Life. You know, I think it keeps up here with that theme. I don't find myself going back to Dark Lane demo tapes too often, but there is one song that stood out to me from the first listen that I was like, okay, this is the one. Chicago freestyle. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Our first mutual pick here. This is our second. Now it's our second. Oh, sec oh, Star Six Seven. My fault. Yes, sir. Um, this song just screams 2020 quarantine to me. 
Oh yeah. I remember seeing a little snippet of this of him doing the Eminem Superman verse and it's just I mean it stays in my rotation just because of that Drake kills it. That's got to be like one of my favorite verses from Drake even though you know it's not really his lyrics but yeah. <laughs> I'm so with you there that it reminds me of 2020. I feel like that should be maybe I, maybe we should do that next week. Maybe we should do what songs remind us of quarantine. That yeah, that, I like that. I like that a lot. Let All us right. know some let us know some feedback on that if you guys would like a video like that. You guys just heard it here first. That's what next week's episode is going to be. I feel like we never say what next week's episode is <clears> going to be, but we just had the stroke of genius that that's what next week's episode is going to be. That, you know, we just got to give a shout out to the NFR podcast, one of our, you know, favorite podcasts on the internet, favorite content creators. Shout out to uh, Lou and Ant. You know, they're killing it, but they just put out 10 songs that help with mental health. And so I think, there's, you know, 10 songs that something is a really good. Uh, format for a video so i think 10 songs are minus a quarantine that could bang there we go you guys heard it here first so tune in next week for that so moving on here certified lover boy drake's most recent project what were your thoughts on the project before we uh get into the song Ooh, you know obviously it was pitted against donda right when it dropped the drake and kanye beef was maybe at its height at that point and uh obviously i was team yay team donda Certified Lover Boy, you know, it was all right. I got listened to it. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to go back to that. This was another one. I mentioned that Scorpion was hard to decide because I don't listen to it very much. Certified Lover Boy was easier because it is so much more recent. And like, it's harder to not have these songs in your rotation because of how recent they are. Uh, but ultimately, I went with You Only Live Twice featuring Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. It's a good choice there, you know. Um talking a little bit about the beef there i remember a lot of people like pages like academics were um posting like who's gonna outsell who and i was like i don't like i was team donda team yay there of course and i like that donda and yay more at the time but uh i still do obviously but i was like there's no way kanye is ever gonna outsell drake there's no way i mean really any artist is gonna outsell drake that is the king of album sales right there but anyways, getting into my choice here, I chose TSU. I, it was between Knife Talk or TSU. Like you said, this this album really hasn't been in my rotation a lot. I didn't like it a lot, but I can still, you know, I can still pick out a few few songs I'll like off there. So, yeah, I like both those picks. Um, I was actually considering Knife Talk as well. One song that I just <laughs> randomly was like, you know what? Maybe I I like this song more than I thought was. Uh, race my mind i was like okay i kind of like that song i was like uh, maybe that is my favorite but then i was like okay no it's not like stop land i mean it's just i i don't know like i see a lot of people like it like i feel like the more general audience likes don or uh, certified lover boy more than donda but to me it's not close no way it's not even close kanye like started the whole like christian rap thing on jesus Obviously, he didn't start it, started, but in his career, he started it with Jesus as King. Um, and then, you know, he took it to the next level with Donda. He was able to like put out these songs that aren't explicit, that actually sound like good, even though sometimes, you know, you're like, ah, oh, like we know what he's trying to say. Just put the put the curse word in there, you know what I mean? Uh, but he still just did such a better job of it than he did on Jesus is King. And it was like actually good songs. Um, although it is long, you know, I do have my issues with it, but overall it's a much better project than certified lover boy the, the more i listen to donda the more it claws up kanye's uh album like album ranking for me like it's getting mm. it's getting up there you know we'll have that video one day but it's one day i really like uh really like donda yeah donda's good but uh, you know we'll see when we get to that ranking video all right well that was our favorite song on every drake project you know, we're going to Instagram post out this week. Please comment on there. Tell us what your favorite Drake song on every project is. We'd love to hear it. We'll respond to some of them next episode. Definitely. So let's move into some news this week. It's honestly been kind of slow week. Um, do you want to get into some of the music dropping this week? Yeah, I feel like this is a week where there's not too much dropping. Like there's nothing that I'm like super excited for. Like, there's not an album that I'm like, okay, at 11 on Thursday, I'm listening to this 100%. Like, I don't think there's an album I'm going to listen to this week. I'll say it. The singles I'll listen to. But let's get into it. 
so for albums dropping this week it's pretty slim there's not very many rap albums dropping so you know we're gonna touch on two that aren't really rap charlie xcx and rosalia other albums you know you kind of have like tiana major nine i'm familiar with the name smino's featured on the ep so i might give that one a listen uh as well as midwest i've been hearing some buzz around their name so give that a listen as well talk speaking on uh charlie xcx a little bit here so this is like a core memory for me like uh it's kind of like one of those scenes out of a movie so you know um uh, this is what i'm in seventh grade my first school dance i'm just walking in i'm like so nervous and everything and then like boom claps land by uh by her and it's just the vibes were just immaculate it was just it's a core memory for me for sure that is definitely the making of like a disney channel original movie like i could just see like the little nervous kids walking into his first dance and boom claps on he just you know all the stress goes away and you're just feeling better yeah i can never not listen to that song and just like picture myself in that moment that's what the great thing about music gives you that memory definitely but you know let's get into some of the singles dropping this week we have a new Lil Uzi Vert single that will be for the Nego project Juice World with a song that has been you know obviously leaked for years but it'll finally be out Tory Lanez Guap Dad 4000 and 504 and featuring Quavo which one of these are you most excited to listen to Definitely excited for my boy Fabio to drop. Um, you know, I'm still anticipating his album, so hopefully it's a banger. You know, Quavo's one of my favorite artists, or he was back in high school, so I'm excited for this. Yeah, I agree. I think this has potential to be a banger, so we'll have to see. But talking about there's nothing dropping. You know, I had something on my sleeve. Shout out to Monet Marlowe, one of my classmates at No Label Academy. She just put out a great project go give it a listen it is called now you know ep out now go show it some love tell her second avenue sent you definitely and we're gonna have to start putting some of your classmates on you know we had um on our way to chicago we were listening to a few different tracks and i'm uh, pretty much every one of them killed it in their own aspects so we'll start putting you guys on with that you know obviously i we got some tricks up our sleeves you know it'll be coming soon so a project that dropped last week that we didn't really talk about was Non-Perishable by Toby Lou. You know, I've been a fan of Toby Lou for a couple of years. Don't know how I missed it um, in the episode last week. Maybe we said it, but we didn't talk about it. Um, but this project, you know, it's been doing pretty well. And Toby Lou said he's removing it from streaming services. It was only going to be out for a week, which, you know, I think is obviously funny because the name of the album is Non-Perishable. But this was a whole, you know, ploy to get people to buy the album because, you know, when you're just streaming music, you don't own it. But when you buy it, you own it to an extent. So he was getting people to do that. It was shooting up the charts on the iTunes uh, rap charts all the way up to number two today. And then he said if it hit number one, he would leave it. And it did hit number one. So we'll see if it stays. But it's a pretty great project. So you should definitely give it a listen if you haven't already. What do you think about this strategy? What do you think about taking the project off after seven days? Do you think he was ever going to take it off? Or do you think it was just a strategy to get people to buy the album? I don't, I don't like taking off albums at all. Um, you know, Snoop just did it last week with uh, the chronic and doggy style. Um, I mean, these, um, you know, these artists, I mean, maybe not Toby Lou as much as to an extent as Snoop Dogg. But, you know, they're millionaires and Snoop Dogg's trying to turn it all, turn the albums into NFTs and everything. I, I don't like it at all. Um, kind of like a scummy move, you know, give the fans that they want. Um, you're already rich enough, pretty much. Yeah, I could definitely see that. But obviously, it's cool for them to have ownership of everything. Um, of course. So I, I get it, but let the fans eat. Moving on here. Uh, X's documentary called Look at Me coming to Hulu on Gen on June 10th. What are you most excited to see? You know, obviously, X was like a pretty polarizing person. He had some, you know, legal problems, some, you know, violence in his history. And, you know, some people obviously did not like him for that reason. I was a fan of his music, you know. I'm just kind of hoping it shows him as a person in a different light that we haven't seen before. I think that was a big thing that they nailed with Genius. So I'm really excited to see how they show X in this documentary. You know, it's also an interesting thing because, you know, he's obviously not alive anymore, so he doesn't really have a say in how he's portrayed. So obviously his family's done a pretty good job of, you know, keeping his image intact. So I'm sure 
they'll make sure it's in a good light but yeah i'm just excited to see how they portray him to the public because you know obviously he was one of the biggest artists and he continues to be one of the biggest artists even without putting out new music so i'm just excited to see you know some new sides to x that we might not have seen before definitely i think the moment uh the one of the moments i'm most excited for you know he's a he's a florida jet and um rolling loud miami he he kills it i mean he kills a lot of his line performances but i mean there it was just different i couldn't even imagine being in those pits yeah i remember some of those x shows like the videos were crazy back in the day like have you ever seen the one where he like gets punched in the face on stage yes he gets dropped on stage it's that like- one's crazy and i remember like x shows were like there were riots outside like they would just get shut down before they even started like i think the one in chicago like i honestly don't know how many times he came to chicago but i am pretty sure one time he came to chicago there was like so many people there was like a riot and they had to like shut it, not like a riot riot but mm-hmm. you know he got charged with signing a riot or threatened to be and so they had to shut the show down and he didn't get to perform crazy crazy stuff so hoping we get some of this wild <laughs> footage and just you know see actually the person he was yeah i mean even those moments we'd like to see of course Moving on here, Denzel Curry releases track list for his upcoming album, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future, dropping next Friday. Which track are you looking most for, or are you most looking forward to? You know, there's a lot of great tracks on this track list. You know, you got features from Robert Glasper, uh, Saul Williams, Bridget Perez, uh, Black, Rico Nasty, J.I.D., Josiah, and 454, and Slow Tie. The Slow Tie song, has obviously already been out as well as walking two singles that have been fantastic. I think the ones that I'm looking most forward to are John Wayne because it's produced by JPEG mafia. Peggy is one of my favorite artists. So, you know, he kills the production on his music as well. And then it's going to have to be ain't no way with black Rico nasty JD and Josiah. That's such a stacked feature list. And I'm just excited to see how all these people sound on one track. They obviously, you know, have, Similar styles to an extent, like Black and Rico Nasty are pretty different. Josiah and JID are pretty different, but you know sometimes they can you know make some magic when everybody's getting a little bit outside the comfort zone. So we'll see how this one turns out. But I'm excited. I love a good posse cut with this many people. So we'll see how it how it turns out. Definitely, I have to agree with you on the eight and away pick. Like that is a deep deep uh, feature list there. So hopefully we get a banger. Hopefully we get a banger album. You know I'm kind of running out of music here i'm having to go back a little bit in time to find some new tracks to listen to you know uh, denzel with taboo had one of the best projects of 2018 so i have no reason not to think that he'll deliver a classic with this project i mean these two singles have been so good he's creating like such a world with this project the videos have been cool the uh, teaser video um so i'm really excited to see what he delivers this project the production all looks great i mean you got some a thundercat produced song cardo got wings powers pleasant noah goldstein like this is going to be crazy i'm sure of it and i am even more sure of it now that we have this track list so yeah definitely excited for next week so you'll hear our thoughts about this probably next week i'm excited to give them to you definitely moving on to here to our last bit of news Kanye West banned from Instagram for 24 hours for harassing Skeet. What are your thoughts on that? You know, uh, there's obviously the argument for, you know, freedom of speech, you know, whatever. But Kanye, he's been out of pocket. I feel like we dick ride Kanye sometimes. Kanye's been out of pocket on Instagram. It is hilarious sometimes. But wow, he's been saying some crazy things. Obviously, earlier this week, we had the whole text chain leak between Kanye and Skeet saying all the different things. Where are you at? I'm in bed with your wife with a selfie. That is like one of the craziest things Pete could say. And then he goes in a different approach with some of these texts later on, trying to get help, trying to meet up, you know, talk it out. Kanye's trying to get him to come to uh, Sunday service. I would love if Pete went to Sunday service. That would be hilarious just to see. Like, obviously, people would be there taking pictures and stuff, but just seeing those two like together, maybe hashing it out, that'd be great. Nah, I, I couldn't hash it out after some some text like that. Like, yeah. that's just scummy. That's uh, I mean, I, I didn't like that. It's so passive aggressive and everything. Like, you start out the combo that way, and then you're trying to be buddy buddy at the end there. So, I mean, I mean, yeah. just it just furthers my argument for Team Kanye. Um, of course, I don't. Yeah. Hate, of course, I don't hate Skeet, but 
I just, I don't like that. You know, obviously I feel like it's maybe he was like, he sent the message of in bed with your wife that he was like, should not have said that. And then, so he's trying to backtrack it a little bit. Like he realized he went too far, but at some point you just can't, you can't yeah, take but, stuff like that back. Like you went yeah. too far. You just got to live with it. And, you know, just, you got to keep that same energy at some point. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what was that? Oh, and then I was watching Kim K was on Ellen this week and like they were talking, he, he got Kim Kim's name branded on him and he's got like tattoos of Kim art. Like, that's just weird. Like, I don't know. I think that's just how he is though. Some people don't care about their tattoos. Like I know him and uh, Ariana Grande got like the same like matching tattoos or whatever. I feel like he got the little like Ariana Grande logo on him. I think he got like a Harry Potter tattoo if I remember right, whatever. Yeah. And I, I feel I, like I some did people see just an, don't care. I did see another thing, you know, which to the point of that where he, uh, he just kind of gets like tattoos for like the moments in his life to kind of keep track of that or whatever. So, I mean, I like that. That's, I don't know about tattooing a girl's name on me that soon. Um, hey, but you're not going to be dating Kim Kardashian. You know what I mean? Like if you got your chance with Kim, you might have yeah. to, you might have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, and then another thing, like there were, were the rumors obviously got brought back up, you know, the re- reported rumors about Skeet doing the same thing to Mac and, I don't know. It's just, is this the downfall of Skeet for me? Maybe. Yeah, that's definitely like a pretty scummy thing. If this is not only like a one, but two time offense to be like, you know, kind of starting stuff with your current partner's ex, like that's kind of fucked up. So, um, and obviously, you know, Mac and Ariana were pretty serious and obviously Pete and her also were, but I don't know, like something just, better left unsaid yeah definitely of course um and then we don't have anything written in here for fan questions for this week moving past past all that you know we, we got our weekly kanye talking but so i have a you know i'll just come up with one here just on the spot what are three songs that are in your rotation this week okay to start us off one song that has been in my rotation this week heavy a classic Nova Kane by Frank Ocean. I've been listening to this like every day. It's been so nice this week. I've been just having the windows down. I've been just listening to Nova Kane, singing at the top of my lungs. It's been just great. I, it's been one of my favorite songs for years. It was the first Frank Ocean song I ever heard. And it's just been hitting. For me, you know, I had a little a kind of a underground pick here. I have uh, this artist I've been listening to a little bit, Roy Blair with thunder. Go, go check it out. It's, banger of course i like well not a banger but it's a good little vibe song to listen to a second song i've always do heavy this week has been the sun by casey casey you know ever since i heard him on donda i was like okay this guy's got some potential i'm ready to see what he does and you know he's dropped three songs recently that have all been pretty good and the sun's been the biggest one in my rotation recently so go give that song a listen he's another pretty low-key artist so get on now my second track is Empty by Kevin Abstract. You know, good little single there. Great song. Just been constantly in the rotation this week for me. That's a great choice. Um, this is a, you know, I'm going to expose myself here, but I was at a Brockhampton concert and before they came out, they were the only act. There wasn't an opener or anything. Mm-hmm. So I was playing music over like the uh, speakers and they played Empty. And I was like, what is, like I asked, I met some random people there and I was like, what song is this? They're like, Oh, it's Kevin's solo song, uh, Empty. And I was like, I'm fake. Like, I'm out of Brockham, the concert. Didn't even listen to Kevin's solo work. And, but then that, you know, it showed me. I was like, okay, I need to listen to Kevin's solo work. So I did afterwards. And it's pretty good. I mean, I, I feel like that's, like, always an interesting thing. Like, I don't like people judging others, you know, for music you haven't heard. Or, you know, like, like you, they weren't probably weren't judging you, but you were taking it hard on yourself, you know, because that's just kind of, like, the way society's made or the music community's made it, you know. Exactly. I'm like... I pride myself in knowing a lot of music and I didn't know that. And I was at the concert even, and I clown people all the time for being, you know, fake fans or, you know, whatever at a concert that, you know, you're just there for the hype or whatever. I did love Brockhampton. I still love Brockhampton. Um, I was there for Brockhampton. I wasn't necessarily there for Kevin's songs. They weren't doing Kevin's songs, but Hey, it put me on. So, and they definitely weren't clowning me. They were just like, Oh yeah, it's Kevin's music. Yeah. Like, Let's go. Okay, cool. Like, so yeah, I, I learned. But yeah. I, I retract a little bit on the clowning part, you know, maybe it's just the, I just don't like how that's viewed in the whole music community, you know, like. Oh, no, I'm sure if I asked 
three people next to them, they'd probably be like, uh, it's Kevin Zell music. Yeah. Like, because some of those Brock Hampton fans are definitely like pretentious. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, the other song I want to give a shout out to is Billy Joe by Benny the Butcher. Been loving Tan Talk 4. And Billy Joe is one of my favorites. So, I've been listening to that heavy. For my last one here, I have no idea why this came up into my rotation a couple days ago. If you follow on the music story, I posted it today. Team by Lord has been hitting this week. I don't know why. I don't know like what even made me go listen to that, but uh heroin by Lord, that is that's a good album. Good, good little pop album for me. Yeah, that's a good pick. I obviously know that song, but I don't really know too much Lord. So I feel like maybe I gotta go do a deep dive on Lord's catalog one day. Definitely heroin's a very good listen, of course. So for sure. So we actually did have one fan question. Shout out to my boy Chalky. He says on YouTube, this is, we missed this one. It's been out for a couple of weeks. He says, which artist is the most influential to the rest of the industry by having a new and unique sound? I mean, obviously I, I think everybody could guess my pick here, but um, just going to specifically into 808s and Heartbreak, um, that was just such a unique sound for the time. Um, Genius made a great video and it's just how 808s and Heartbreak um, influenced a whole generation of music. So everyone just go check that out. that pretty much be why my answer is why my that you know why my answer it is uh what was your pick yeah i think 808s is like in kind of 808 specifically though that influenced a whole generation you look at drake you look at you know even like a juice world obviously big inspiration from that album um kind of would have been my choice too but i'm gonna go somebody different i'm gonna go playboy cardi i feel like these rage beats are just taken off you look at somebody like he even look at like a new trippy red sound I feel like Playboy Cardi has had a bit big inspiration to those artists. So going Playboy Cardi might not be the best answer. I think Kanye is the best answer, but I think Playboy Cardi is, you know, an acceptable answer. Definitely. I like that answer a lot. Cause I mean, just go listen to Yeet project, for example. Everybody's a vamp now. Definitely. Yeah. Everybody's wanting that sound and everything. I love all the little Cardi trolls, you know, hating on Yeet. Hey, I love Yeet just the same definitely definitely well i think that about wraps it up for this week any closing thoughts from you yeah i just you know obviously drake was one of my favorite artists when i was growing up may not love him as much as i once did but it's been so great to go back and revisit some of my favorite tracks from drake and you know i enjoyed it so looking forward to doing some more artists and looking forward to next week that vinyl just fell yeah (laughs) if you're watching on youtube you just saw that because i'm not going to cut it but yeah um we're gonna do this for more artists talk about our favorite songs in every album we're eventually gonna get into you know ranking our favorite albums from artists but next week we're bringing that 10 songs that remind us of covid or quarantine so be on the lookout for that in the meantime let us know any songs that remind you of covid we'll put out an instagram poll this week so you can you know give us some and then we'll react to them in the episode definitely and um one last closing thought from me here We are out of questions, guys. We need questions. We love doing these every week. Please drop us some questions if you're listening. Uh, DM us on IG or um, you can do our personal IGs. They'll be right there with the video. So please, guys. Give us those questions. But with all that being said, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.